Blog Talk Radio. No, wanted to talk. <clears throat> wanted to discuss. Dana. Uh, just wait now. Okay. Okay. Hey, How are you? Hey, hey. I am doing great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. A little tired, but good. <laughs> uh, we'll bang this out. So you can get some of those Z's. I'll just Thank talk to you. you. Oh, second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can start doing this earlier a different day. I mean, just let them know. And uh, it's too late. I'm flexible. I'll be having nothing going on. In the evening. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I just had a long day today. Sure. I got you. I got you. <clears throat> Let's see here. Cause one three two. Interesting. This is interesting as fuck, actually. Da 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 da. Getting your medication, the one. Uh-huh. Yes. <laughs> I ain't mad yes. Oh, so um, I want to let you know. I sent you a um, Facebook message so that I could see um, if you're posting up anything for the podcast. I'm not sure oh. if you got it though. <clears throat> Um, let me see here. Yeah, I did not. Actually, you know what? I did. It goes to the. Hold on. I didn't get it. Um. You did not? Here, let me look online. Come on, let me see. Oh, hold on. Oh, you sent me a actual. I got you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm. Um, yeah, I haven't started the marketing yet. We will. Um, I gotta get a lot of info to that blog talk page. Yeah, that way we can just start sharing everything. Cause I've only done a few. I've been having to edit this shit on my own, and I wanted to get mm-hmm. like four or five episodes out there, so that way people could have kind of a library to start with. So, um, by all, yeah, we should all discuss how we want to put it out there. But I'm thinking just. Okay. Man, we got the logo, we got the link, right? Uh, once we agree to the days that we want to release and maybe some themes, then I think it would be appropriate to put it out there, you know, let people know mm-hmm. know what they're getting. So maybe by next week. Okay. Oh, that's fine. Treats. Treats. Uh, yeah. What's your last name? Oh, I've been saying, man, you better start correcting the boy. I didn't know I was saying your name improperly. What? It's Latrice. You said it right. It's just I mean, spelled it wrong. <laughs> yeah, you got to correct I was like, oh, do I want to be petty? So then I subliminately <laughs> like, hey, my handle will be Latrice with the Y. <laughs> Low-key thought you'd do that in the group text simply to be like, thinking you been spelling my name wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'll do it in a nice way. I don't know him yet like that. Nah. <laughs> like, Are you funny? <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Where does nigga? Are you a? Uh, are you Greek? Mhm. Yeah. 
Let me know that. I was like, can't yeah. you tell? I was like, it should be all up on my page. It should be. <laughs> yeah, I'm stalking. I'm <laughs> okay. right now. I dig it. I dig it. That's what's up. Wait, what did you what did you run a track or jump or what'd you do? Oh man, I did everything. Um, I did the four by two, the open two, the four by four, the open four. Indoor, I did three hundred. I did long jump, high jump. I was like, is that everything? I had done shot put to many events. So, yep. Yeah. I dig it. I dig it. I dig it. Did you play football? Yeah, I I did. yeah, I mean, I played football in college. In high school, I did. I ran track. I was a sprinter, 100, 200. Um, and then I did, you know, I played basketball. Yeah, football was, became my bread and butter. So. Oh, AK is on. My bad. Hold on. Yeah, my I bad, remember, bro. Yeah, my bad. Um, you over here talking to yourself, nigga? Yes, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm having a full fledged conversation, homie. <laughs> I was looking, I was looking at my phone, like, I was like, I got, I was like, did I have my shit on you? And I was gonna say, Latrice was, was doing shot put until all the other bigger shot putters tried to holler at her. She's like, yeah, I'm taking my. Oh, you can hear us. You can yeah, hear I can hear you. Yeah, my uh, oh. yeah <laughs> no. Uh, not I thought you were just happened. talking to yourself. <laughs> no, yeah, I can hear y'all, but I could like... Okay. So that's just how to switch. He was in that cracking joke. Okay. <laughs> oh, man. He's All right. <laughs> so we got... Oh, damn. That's crazy. Um, so rules of engagement, I'm digging that. So I kind of just wrote down a few on my own. So kind of what I do when we're doing this... I have a, um, I usually have my computer open or a notepad. That way, like a couple of the questions that you wrote down, uh, we can refer to to make sure, you know, we keep some kind of flow or stay on track. And then second, sometimes I like listen to y'all and see what y'all saying. That way, if I want to respond, kind of knowing, like, you know, kind of recap of what y'all was saying. So the only thing I got right now is when is it okay to ask, you know, for a female to ask a male out, when to pay, and, uh, I think one of you guys have one more. Was there another one? Or did I miss one? When is it okay for Well, I saw to... like I saw like twenty well I said well I said uh, Well I said it's okay for a girl to ask a guy out, but that that whole rules mm. the rules of engagement kinda encompasses and covers everything really. Yeah. So maybe we just go to flow. Let's see what comes up. I was like I don't remember. I don't know, I'll put so much out there. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's yeah, like that's a good to start with. Usually, well you, you can't really like sex on the first date, is every is everyone damaged good? Does woman run game? Does everyone cheat? And I was like, Okay, I well, think it's the woman. It's the women well I think kinda of like Latrice got a good point, you know what I'm saying? Keeping a a theme and then kind of these points that we hit on kinda of fall under that umbrella. Knowing that we may deviate and go some different directions, which is still stay within kind of this realm so like sex on the first date doesn't necessarily apply you know i don't know if that's something that we would dive into but does do women run the game i think applies right because we're talking about role reversal and before it was more so men had power over dating so i mean let's just start some dialogue and then let's see where it takes us and i guess just kind of go from there if y'all good with that yeah i'm fine with that okay 
No, I sounds like a player. I was just making sure we're on the same page. Because I said I was going when I was <laughs> looking at everything, I saw like the four questions you she'd asked and I saw what your your paragraph that you put like last night or early this morning. Mm-hmm. So nah, that's why yeah. we'll get a spreadsheet, <laughs> oh, man. We'll get a spreadsheet. Yeah, that would be so helpful for me, you all. That was just for me. I have so many moving pieces, that would just be helpful. Cool. All right. Um I mean, I guess we are recording, so I had to edit this out. But I don't, we did an intro too. Um, I mean, I don't need to be nothing crazy, but I don't know how y'all would have handled that. I mean, I just say welcome to the Tenderoni Podcast. Usually, we have like a tagline. You know, I haven't thought of anything too clever yet. Um, so if y'all got something in mind, let me know. We can add it, do that on the back end, but. Um, just keep that in mind. That way we can record an intro and we can just add that on every time. Um, but with that being said, let's dive in to uh, the Tenderoni. So, so in this episode, we are talking about the rules of engagement, a la role reversal. Trees, let them know what rules of engagement is. So pretty much we're just going to talk about if it's okay for a woman to take charge and what that looks like, is it okay for her to, you know, ask a guy on a date? Is it okay for her to pay? I'm just intrigued about that because, you know, women rule the world anyway, so. Ooh, you listening too much, Beyonce. Try to bring the bay hat while I hear her shit. Man. <laughs> All right. So what y'all think? It's a question. About what specifically? So my first question would be, is it okay for a woman to ask a guy out on a date? Mm. So I was going to kick it off on my end. Yeah, absolutely. For me, I believe it's absolutely okay for a woman to ask a man out. In fact, it is how things work today. If you look at, you know, last episode we talked about the different changes that have occurred within the dating um, world, right? So if we look at Tinder and Bumble, it's a two-way communication street. If I am not feeling that person on the other end of the line as much, or maybe I haven't responded in a timely manner to that person's satisfaction, then it potentially provokes that person to ask me out. So my experience in the new dating world is that that whole stigma of a man needing to be the one to ask a woman out doesn't really stand anymore because the way that we approach the first date is completely different than it was previously. I'm not taking the time, in essence or in theory, to consistently get to know somebody over text and over the phone. I'm literally talking to somebody over the time span of maybe one to two days or maybe even five to ten messages, if we even get that far, before somebody asks somebody out. And if I navigated that situation and came to the conclusion that I didn't want to further pursue that, but she came to a different conclusion, then she's going to be prompted to ask me out, and that's been my experience. So for me personally, I absolutely think it's okay for a woman to ask a man out. Okay. Well, I mean, y'all over here asking for equal rights and equal pay. I might as well ask <laughs> out for the date. I mean, yeah. <laughs> 
I'm not. I don't, I don't have. <laughs> all right, my husband's funny, but not nah, to be totally honest. I don't have a problem with it. I don't think it's taboo or any. Think any less, but actually, it's like it's kind of a turn on to like say, you know, you want to go grab dinner, you want to meet up, or you know, it takes it takes and it takes a little pressure off me of having to kind of come up with everything. I don't have a problem taking the lead at all, but I mean, for a woman to take that kind of um, take the bull by a horn approach per se, and just you know, not not hold back and say, just go. I've been wanting to, want to check out this movie. I want to go ice skating. I want to go to this, you know, atrium garden just open up. I mean, that's definitely something I'll, I don't have a problem with. And secondly, I mean, on Bumble, I mean, they got to say something first too anyway. So, I mean, it kind of goes with the, it kind of goes with the theme of what you're asking about. The woman wants to take charge, take the lead, and have her, her have more control, and, you know, make, and that makes her feel more comfortable. Um, you know, she kind of suggests the setting and everything. I, I, I definitely do not have a problem with a woman asking the guy out on a date. So if she asks yeah. you all out on a date, is she expected to plan the date? So I heard you say kind of like, yeah, AK. So do you, th- so do you both agree with that? Like she should plan the date too? No, I don't think she had to plan it, but I mean, well, I think it depends too, obviously. So, Let's take it back. Is this like a first day? Is this you guys went on a couple of days already? Now she was asking, or what? What context? Or how far in is it? First date. So let's say club, or let's say lounge, or you're in a grocery store or the library, and you know you guys are flirting with the eyes, right? And she walks up to you and she's like, you know, I think you're really handsome. Um, I'd like to get to know you. Would it be okay if we exchange information? And then you guys exchange information. You guys are hitting it off. And now she's like, hey, I'd really love to go out on a date with you. Is she um, to on a date? I don't think she has to plan it. I don't think she has no, to plan no. it. I, I think it, it, it depends on how she asks you on a date. If she simply asks, she recommends we should get together sometime and ask when I'm free, then I think that's, a singular question, and then we progress to okay, then where do we go? So it could be a collaborative effort, or she can plan it. Now, if you're saying, "Hey, I want to take you out," then yeah, I think you should plan it. And it goes back to what AK said previously of taking that pressure off or that burden. I mean, it's, quite frankly, sometimes it's a burden to have to plan everything and figure everything out. So it is very attractive when a woman takes charge and uh, you know handles that. But I don't think it's obligatory by any means. But I also don't feel it's obligatory on us either. So. <laughs> If that's how you're thinking, then shit, you're barking up the wrong tree, too. <laughs> that's <laughs> real. <laughs> oh, shit. No, what I would say is that, I mean, it's a, it, goes, it goes situationally. So if she has something in mind or she needs some help, I mean, because especially in our hectic lives of just being at work all day and then you think about like, oh man, I have this date tonight. And you like start scrambling and then, you know, you're trying to work in the back of your head like, did I pick the right place? She don't like it. Is it too kind of cliche-ish? So, I mean, if, you know, if they want, you know, want the male to plan the first date, I think some guidance needs to be given too. Well, I mean, not, not all the way. I mean, Spontaneity. I mean, think about the Chicago. You want to take him ice skating on the first date? 
but you don't, you know, you have, you never ask them to the ice skate, try to surprise them. When you're over there, you know, you might have to end up in the hospital for the first date. So that's, <laughs> I mean, it's kind of, it's kind of a case by case scenario. Just have to like take it for, you know, it's like one, it's like one to play it safe or one to like really kind of put a little edge to it and make sure like she remembers the first date. So that's why, I mean, the, the guidance is definitely always appreciated. <laughs> that's real. <clears throat> so can I ask you guys another question? I gotta ask yeah. you a question. I gotta ask both of y'all a question real quick. <laughs> okay, go. Where the hell is y'all are meeting people in grocery stores and libraries, <laughs> gas stations? <laughs> oh, like, where goodness. does this happen at? Because my experience is that that shit's not <laughs> popping where I'm at or where I've been. And these awkward situations of finding somebody like, you know, that a gas station. And the gas attendant was attractive. I could tell she was flirting with me, but there was a line behind me. And keep in mind, people respect my game. I know I have game. I've had no problem, you know, dating women over time. But it's that awkward moment of what do I do next? Do I sit there and talk to her? Do I exchange information? I don't have a pen. Like, when in the library are y'all taking the time to go bother somebody and, and state that, let alone a woman approaching a man? Is that just a Chicago thing? Is that a regional thing, or are y'all just being hypothetical? I need to know. That's a Latrice thing. Um. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that, like, if you if you see um, someone that you like, I mean, if you so happen to have a pen or something like that, I think it's okay to um, give someone your number. I mean, I've been approached by guys, and they've, like, yelled their number out to me, right? They've been driving by, like, call me, yelled their, their number out, and I've actually written it down before. Or I've actually had a guy, like, write his number on a piece of paper, put it up on the window, and say, call me. <laughs> so, I mean, I could take a picture, right? So, it's just a thing. That is my number. That is a Chicago thing. That's tacky. I feel like that's tacky to be yelling my number out the window. Like, I feel like I've graduated <laughs> from that stage of But what if I'm busy and women. you're busy? What if I'm busy, Still, you're busy? What if I'm in a car, you're in a car? What if, what if I'm walking my dog and he's in a car and I'm like, my dog isn't really friendly because he's not. You're like, you know what, I really would like to get to know you. And I'm like, okay. So maybe they do shout their number out. Maybe maybe that is an option. Now, who's to say? Maybe that would just be one wild story if we got married, right, or started dating. Who knows? Absolutely. I think that's where I'm just some jaded. I think that's where your people become jaded based on past experiences or being around women and hearing stories about what is tacky, you start to, you know, create this own perception within yourself as to, yeah, I'm not going to approach a situation like that. Or maybe you did it in the past and got turned down and you're just like, yeah, that ain't that ain't my game. So I'm just glad to know that things that worked that skiki or mama. I'm glad to know that. No, that doesn't work. work. So that, to, that doesn't work. I'm about work. to reactivate those no. powers. <laughs> <laughs> no, that doesn't work. And hey, how you doing this morning? It works just fine. <laughs> I don't like the I cat call. You. That's not. Do y'all like right. the cat call? Yeah, Girls don't do that. They grab your butt. They grab your butt. Oh, bar, okay. Oh, perfect topic. Thank you. The rules of engagement. Why is it okay for a woman to grab a guy's butt? And then when we mm. do it, we just like that super creeps. And we're not going to hit a woman. I'm not going to shake a woman. I just look like, yo. Like, what gives a woman so much confidence she's just going to grab a guy's ass like that? Latrice, I have and then, one. Hey, 
Hold on, let me add on to that question. And then if like mm-hmm. you grab my ass, is that a sign that my experience has been that's a sign that either you either just think I'm attractive, you want to have sex, but nor never does it mean, hey, I want to exchange information and get to know you. <laughs> is that true um, or false? So like the one of the things I would ask you guys like so the first part uh, I don't know. You guys will have to tell me if it's okay for a woman to grab your butt because I don't know. I don't know if it's okay. Have I done it? Absolutely, I've done it um, on drunken nights and non-drunken nights just for kicks and giggles or I was interested, right? Um, you are absolutely right about, at least for me, I did not exchange information with the person um, that I grabbed their butt or smacked their butt. <laughs> It's just kind of like, you know, passing the wind. I think you're attractive, and I just smacked your butt or grabbed your butt, and you noticed me, I noticed you. Now it's your job to come and talk to me. If you don't come and talk to me, that's okay. You can just look at me from afar, which is fine, too, because I've done that. Or they'll come and engage. And after we engage, I'll decide if, you know, I'm interested in you or not. So we can just leave it at the club or the lounge, or, you know, we can exchange information later on. So it just depends, but I've done it, and it's fun. Um, I don't know. I did it because I'm like, God do it all the time, and it's insulting sometimes. Yeah, it was insulting. Like, how it's it was done. Sometimes. Um, sometimes. Is, is, it really insulting, is it really insulting? I will say, right yeah, ahead. like, I will say, like, if you're taking your hand back and you're, like, smacking me really hard, that's not attractive. I don't want it. That's not cool, right? But if you're politely grazing your arm across um, the middle of my back, right, that's different. And then, like, that's if you're doing that and then you're, like, moving up to speak, that's different versus, like, let me smack her on the butt. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like that. Someone may like that. I've seen some girls who turn around and they like that and they start dancing or engaging. Good for them. I don't like that. But it doesn't mean that people don't enjoy that. But doesn't it take the right ingredients to enjoy it? I think that's, like, it takes the right ingredients, right? If you're physically attracted to that person, don't that person doesn't that person get a pass? It's kind of like in relationships. I don't know. Maybe it's physical attraction. Maybe it's sex. If there's things that contribute to you overlooking, you know, not necessarily your standards, but, hey, normally I react this way, but, damn, this man is really fine. He's really attractive. I'm going to slide that by. Maybe you do actually. Maybe it does actually turn you on versus insulting you. Is that true or false? I think it depends. Again, it depends on the person, and I can only speak for me. So I've seen some ladies, like I've expressed, they enjoy that. And I've also seen some ladies get really offended and really appalled. Um, so, again, it just depends on the person. If I don't know you and you're smacking me on my butt, I, no, um, I don't like that. So what makes if you I okay do know you and we're dating, then okay. Huh? So why would so you? What makes it okay for you to do something to a guy that offends you? And then what if the guy turned around and he was offended? How would you react? Like, what, thought, what is that thought was, process like? Hey, somebody grabs my butt, I'm offended. But I'm going to grab his butt, and he better come talk to me. It's like a power move. I, yeah, I think at the moment during the time, it was guys who were grabbing me on my butt, and I was like, forget it, I'm going to do it too. So part of it was kind of like, how, I want you to see how it feels, right? And then after a while, uh-huh. I was just like, oh, okay, well, um, I'm just going to do it and just see what happens, right? I've never had anybody who was offended, and I'm not saying it was right or wrong. It was just how I felt at the moment. So, in a way, it was me taking my power back to say, okay, well, if they want to smack me on my butt, I'm going to smack you on your butt, and then we'll just see what happens. Um, I've never considered, like, oh, someone could turn around and hit me. And if someone was offended, I could simply just apologize, right? 
And then you can also apologize and then just say, oh, I'm sorry. I just found you to be really attractive and I couldn't help myself, right? There's different ways you can get out that conversation. Or you can just say, you know, I'm sorry, let me buy you a drink. I think it's okay if I offended you and I offered to buy you a drink so that you know, you know, I didn't mean anything by it and buy you a drink. So I think at the time it just depended on how I felt, you know. So on, on one hand, I was really pissed off and I was like, screw it, I'm just going to smack everybody on the butt. Another time, I was just, you know, see how you all like it. She was, she was off the benches. My God. in the club. Oh, my God. She got work grabbing booty. It's just fun. Yeah, and another time. So is this just in the club or do you grab butt in public places? No, I mean, it was like at, at like, a club, right? Usually happens in a club. Not, I haven't done it outside of, like, a strip club, right? No, I haven't done it outside of that. No. I haven't. Interesting. Well, then, interesting. Well, you said something. So, what is it? And what do you think about a woman buy a man a drink first? What we talk about buying drinks and say, "Oh, I'm sorry." Well, like she sees a guy across the bar, she says over a drink. Like, what's? I, I think that may happen maybe once. Well, kind of like, I was kind of blacked out, so, I mean, I can't really use that example. But <laughs> uh, what, what's your thought on that, Latrice? Can you ever happen to you? Have I ever well, somebody buy me a drink? Yeah, the lady, like, engaging, like, you know, sending you over a drink from across the bar. I've done that before. How did I end up? <laughs> it was fine. <laughs> Sometimes you want to let somebody know, like, you're a boss, too. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you want to be like, I'm a boss, too, player. I'm a boss. I like you. Let me buy you a drink. How you feel about that, right? I haven't done it for everybody, but I've done it before. I I mean, I like it. I I like to be able to do that, too, sometimes. So, again, it just depends on the woman, right, and why you're there, and if you want to have fun. Um, And I also think it comes from how you view yourself, right? Sometimes we expect men to buy drinks, and then we're upset because you didn't get a drink, right? Or you're just like, screw it, I think it's attractive. Let me buy him a drink. I'm not buying everybody a drink. I may just buy one guy a drink, um, and then he may buy a bottle and send it to me, right? I don't know. It just depends. It just depends. So I'm I don't think anything is wrong with that. To you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was good. I was following along, and I was relating, and I bought my fair share of bottles over time. We all know that, but I'm not buying no bottle and sending it your way, and I'm going to tell you exactly why, because there's too many examples of women within my own circle, friends, or seeing – I mean, once you've gone out so many times, you start to notice trends, right? And there's most definitely women that go to the club – simply or bars or club whatever these lounges venue whatever you're going to with no money because they know they're going to get in for free and they know guys are going to ask them for drinks so where to buy a drink start right it yeah it previously started as a form of breaking the ice communication sure. then it, mm-hmm. it transitioned to hey you know I, i'm it's, it still started to generate conversation but then it kind of started to say <laughs> this is my target for potentially a one-night stand right um, mm-hmm. And then women started to become less and less uh, receptive to guys buying them drinks because it became the norm. It became, you know, um, it started to have the stigma around it of, you know, you don't necessarily have any game or I'm going to use you 
um, to buy drinks for me throughout the night with no return on investment. And that return on investment doesn't necessarily have to be sex. The return on investment could genuinely be or could be genuine interest, right? Mutual attraction. Mm-hmm. Like, don't waste my time. So if you think I'm about to buy you a damn bottle, you got your goddamn mind. I spent $500 on a bottle, and I don't get nothing back. I'm not going to be mad, but I'm also not going to set myself up for failure being that situation. And it's not about the money mm-hmm. spent. It's about the gesture. Why would I do that? It's it's either I'm flexing or I'm mm-hmm. expecting some type of communication back. And if there's no type of communication back, then I'm going to actually be offended. But I can't be mad at anybody but myself because I don't damn know you anyway. So screw you, AO Section mm-hmm. Angle bottle. You better buy me a bottle. Damn it. <laughs> you know, I look at it. I look at, uh, you so silly. I look at buying drinks like a loan, right? Like, Ooh, you may give somebody $100, $20, or a dollar, whatever. But nine out of ten, you may not see that money back. You may not see it back. So I look at a drink like that. It's a loan. In my mind, like, if I buy you a drink, it's because I wanted to buy you a drink. It shouldn't be any strings attached because that's where you, um, you set yourself up for failure, I think. Like, you may hope that that will be a way for you to um, engage or speak to someone, which is true. That's what it was there for, right? That's, that's, what, it, that's what it was used for. Um, it's an intro into a conversation to introduce yourself or get to know someone. But it's not that way anymore. And if you're choosing to buy a drink, buy one. If you're not, don't do it. Like, I bought a guy a drink, and we ended up dating for a year. No big deal. I wasn't expecting that. Right? I just yeah, bought him a drink, I, I thought he was attractive. I, I think so. Like the lives get blurred a little bit too, because you know, if a woman accepts a drink, it just feels like. I mean, because you know, so, there've been some guys that are like, oh, "I'll buy her a drink." I mean, I, I get to talk to her. I was like, "No," oh. and then they like they like make it alienate her the entire night. Like, I'm watching this drink, but you ain't gonna talk. And it's like, then you know, obviously perception gets thrown to the fold, and it, it just gets all all messy. So that's. That's just what I see experience. But, you know, I mean, I've no, I mean, when I was younger, I've, I mean, I've never, like, gotten upset with women because, first off, I was against buying women's drinks for the longest. I was like, hell, I'm buying no drink. She ain't going to get me. I could be all goofy. Like, no. Right. And the, <laughs> they're like, man, I'll give my, I'll buy myself my own drink. I'm trying to get drunk. Man, you know, I got a little bit older, got a little more mature, a little chivalry. So, you know, I'm, I'm a soft guy, harder type, too. So, uh, I mean, I started partaking in the, the drink buying phenomenon. So, yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it. I think everybody just needs to like, know that. It's a gesture, yeah. I mean, they don't, don't just a mislead and think, like, everything's going to happen just based on, you know, this ice-breaking gesture. I mean, it's, you know, they, then you have to take it to the next step and, Obviously, conversating and she likes what you're talking about, or if it's genuine attraction and you have a good conversation, then yeah. But also be be be, you know, pro, you know, be aware that <laughs> it may just be I right, just drinking. All right, cool, thank you, bye. So, yeah, that's See, my the challenge experience. is not the drink. The challenge isn't the drink, though, right? The it's not all about the actual drink itself. It's about the intention behind buying the drink. And how I see the drink today is that we talked about there's different types of people, right, when you interact with people in an environment. If you go to a school dance, there's people that are dancing, there's people that are on the wall, right, that never asked a girl to dance. Why do they do that? Because of the fear of projection, right? So there's two types of people. So once people realize that I can buy somebody a drink, it's my easiest way to conversation. To some people, that's a success. Their intention is not to take that person home. Their intention is not to have sex. 
They're simply stimulated through the conversation. And that person is completely fine either buying her a drink, her coming back to him throughout the night to buy a drink, um, and he's happy with that five minutes of engagement. Maybe he – we all know that guy that hawks a woman around the club for the rest of the night, right? She, she goes steps up to the bathroom, then she's with her girls. <laughs> he strolls around the club, and he's like, hey, oh there you are. But point being, these guys simply – like it's not even about getting the number. It's simply about having – interaction with a woman because of them that's a win and that's where this whole drinks thing started to get skewed to me because now there's women even if you buy somebody a drink it's kind of the lamest approach you can have to some people Mm -hmm. and to me that's even where i strayed away from buying drinks because i didn't want if i approach you ask you to buy ask to buy you a drink i'm almost already defeated to some people because i'm automatically grouped into a pool of people that have already tried that it does make me different. So even I may have engaging conversations, she may not fully be listening, or she may get the drink and walk away just based on past experiences she's had with buying the drink, which is why today I kind of stray away from that. However, AK, I do, if I do buy a drink, it's no expectation. It's simply a gesture. And uh, maybe we, we met, we struck up a conversation. I was like, hey, you know, uh, you, you want to go have a drink? Because I'm trying to get drunk, clearly, by myself, with you or without you. So if we're going to keep talking, I need to quench my thirst so you can come to the bar with me. That's how I roll. So, you know, I don't know, Latrice, if you've had those experiences or how you feel about it, but that's what's influenced my perception on <laughs> if I'm going to buy a drink for somebody or not because of these creepy creeps. Yeah, um, so I've had people just buy me a drink just because they wanted to. They didn't want to talk, nothing. They just, the bartender put the drink down. He took his glass. I've had it happen a couple times and just been like, you know, have a good night. You look lovely. Thank you very much. They don't, they don't want to talk. They don't want none of that. They just want to acknowledge me and a couple other people are just me by myself and say, you know, you look nice. That's what's up. Thank you. I respect that. Thank you very much. And sometimes I'll buy a drink back, you know, and uh, give it to them as a thank you. And that's it. That's all. Or if you just want to look, I just wish that people would just, like, take pressure off of them. If you want to buy somebody a drink, just buy them a drink. You don't have to necessarily give it to them. Tell the bartender to give it to the chick and walk away. Let the bartender say, hey, dude over there bought you a drink. She may actually come to you and just say, oh, my God, thank you so very much. Or, man, that was a nice gesture. And if she doesn't, so what? It's a numbers game at the end of the day. There's no guarantee. That's why I look at it as a loan. doesn't mean you're going to get your money back. It doesn't mean you're going to get a return. If you want to do it, do it. If you don't, don't do it. Don't. Stop putting too much pressure on yourself. You take all the fun out of it. You said it's a loan, right? Yeah. That well, doesn't mean that you're going to get any money back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm pretty much guaranteed not to get any money back. You know why? Because if I learned anything in 2008, people default on their loans. So I'm not trying to loan nobody <laughs> shit. <laughs> hey, she's not going to loan nobody. No, I'm not building no kind of house. Hey. Or nothing, but yo, I do want to net dive into this hole. Let's so let's peel back another layer with this whole drink thing. Let's take this, let's take this down to the hole a little bit deeper. So I respect everything you're saying, and I myself, AK, I'm sure you have too, have been in these situations at times that you're describing. However, I feel like this is kind of where race starts to come into play. What you're describing sounds like a lounge. Um, you know, maybe it's a, a probably. Uh, I don't want to say it. It sounds like a black, to be honest with you, these type of environments. But I'm going to lie, a lot of my experience that I'm explaining, kind of maybe with these stigmas, Mm -hmm. maybe it's more so towards white girls because you're more in bars and people are getting 
more drunk, and it's, maybe it's not as classy as an establishment. So, do you think that applies? No. Or no? I've had it everywhere. I've had white guys, Armenian men, I've had Latin American men, I've had Asian men. I've had it everywhere. I've been to bars, lounges. It don't matter. I've been every. It don't matter. Everywhere. I'm talking about the girl. State, I'm talking about the girl. State. Oh, as far as buying a drink? The guy. So, the stigma that I talked about, bar. and you and you buying a drink, do you think that yeah. the things that I'm explaining as to how women react or the women that go out with no money, do you think that's more so towards white girls? Or do you think black that applies to black women as well on the average? I can't speak for that. I just know it depends on the person. I've seen different flavors walk in with no money, and I've seen different flavors walk in with money. So I don't know. It just depends. I, I, it depends on the person. I, yeah, I think it depends on the person's background, their upbringing, what yeah. their friends, you know, what their friends talk about, what their cousins talk about, what, you know, it, just, it really depends on, you know, their cultural, I mean, it's like, I mean, I think cultural backgrounds too. I mean, obviously, and just, you know, a individual person, individual person's opinion based on, situations they've been in, certain situations they've heard of, certain situations that they've, you know, you know, seen having other people, you know, live and direct, like, oh, you bought her a drink. This is the worst idea that ever happened. <laughs> so, um mm. I think it goes back to, you know, who 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 who's in their ear. So obviously if you have your best friend say, Hey man, I ain't never buying a girl a drink you're going to be excused and say, man, I didn't want to grow a drink either because my best friend said, so we all talk about it. Same thing, you know, vice versa. So that's the way mm-hmm. I think about it, really. I mean, I don't think, you know, you know culture or you know, race or anything takes a play. I think it goes into, you know, real-life situations and experiences that have come about the whole buying a drink phenomenon, really. That's what I think, so. Mm, interesting. Right, Let me kick it to y'all right, another way. I was like – I'm just gonna say let, it. Let just me kick it. I mean, go ahead. <laughs> so let me kick it to y'all another way. Milwaukee, Indianapolis, Muncie, Indiana. We're gonna exclude Toronto because Toronto is, is synonymous to um, Chicago. So these are all major places cities, live, right? Indianapolis, Muncie, Milwaukee, Minneapolis, um, all have pretty large bar scenes. Chicago, Toronto, Miami have very nice lounge and club scenes. Now, there's clubs and lounges in these other cities as well. However, um, you frequent bars more. So where does that apply? Okay, you went to Ball State. There's a hell of a lot. Of, there's a hell of a big difference between um, Kube in Chicago versus Deal Street in Indianapolis. Your crowd's different. Um, <laughs> the type of activities that are happening within the venue are different. And the expectations are different. So how does that apply to what we're talking about? So if I go to Brother's very popular bar, right? People are taking shots. People are in T shirts, jeans. I mean, I've had a lot of experience in these places. It's usually younger, you know, I mean there's people of all age ranges, but we're talk- probably talking young to late twenties are in this crowd. So in these menus there's not a lot of, Hey, you look really attractive. Um, hey, let's have this this knee deep conversation. It's like, no, let's drink, let's have fun, it's loud music going on. So there's not a lot of these look mm-hmm. down the bar, pass you a drink. There's not even bottle service in these areas. So what I'm talking about right. is it race things. These places are usually predominantly white as well. And when I'm referencing, mm-hmm. hey, 
I'm not going to buy a woman a drink because either there's expectations, maybe she's going to be weirded off by it because there's a lot of creepy guys that do that in these types of bars with the expectation or hope that they could take this woman home or get her really drunk, um, which kind of skewed my vision on, hey, I'm not going to buy people drinks anymore because it's actually not a good approach. So when I ask about race, maybe it's not so much about race. Is it the venue and our own experiences as to how we view a woman uh, buying a guy a drink? Because when you talked about passing it on the bar and shit, I'm like, yeah, that hasn't really happened that frequently to me outside of when I think about the venues outside of Chicago and Miami and even Minneapolis and Indianapolis and, and Muncie and Milwaukee. That's not popping because I'm in bars downtown, and uh, it's just not that kind of scene. So that was kind of was mm-hmm. – does that make sense at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, that makes sense. I mean, the biggest thing is the cost factor, too. <laughs> she was hell mostly Indiana. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you're part of a mid-tier city. But, I, yeah, I think it's the venue, the the the, the, the the locale type of venue, I mean, yeah, as you said, the bar scene versus the lounge scene versus the club scene definitely, definitely has a big thing to do with it because – you know, you said with the bars, more laid back a little bit. You know, you said people with t-shirts, shorts. I mean, I mean, you go, I mean, go, even going to Atlanta too. Take that example. I mean, there, you know, you can. There was a strip belt of a strip. There's an area called Crescent, and you can walk down the street and there's a college bar car flip flops with you know frozen drinks like you were you were in um, what Willie's Miami. And then across the way is a club, the biggest club, Opera. You see everybody, all the chicks in high heels and stuff like that. You see guys across here flip-flops and blacks and all that kind of stuff. So, and obviously you can see in that, in that, in that area, and, you know, you, you can see the different demographics that, that were going into those places too as well. So, I mean, yeah, I definitely, definitely agree with what you said. The type of venue it is obviously attracts a certain type of individual that will patron those establishments. And then that obviously dictates kind of, you know, interactions, conversations, drinks being bought and things of that nature. So I think that, yeah, I think you're on the right path with that one too, sir. Why are you calling me, sir? Aren't you ordered me? Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go. Hey, so going back, so, excuse me, so going back, right, um, to the main topic. So we covered who asked who out, right? <clears throat> Excuse me. We talked about being in venues, who buys who a drink, um, and we talked about grabbing ass. But what we didn't talk about is when you go out, the old adage, the old question, right, the guy pays pays for the date. Does it matter who asks who out on a date? Do guy, are guys always supposed to pay for a date? Do you go Dutch on the first date or is it situational? How do you guys approach the payment for the first date? I want you guys to answer that first. What do you all think about the first date? Should you go Dutch? Should you pay? Or should she pay? I don't have a problem going Dutch. I don't have a problem going Dutch. I don't think she should pay. Um, I think it's it's not, and dating's for expensive um, when you're especially with the Tinder world because you're going on a lot of dates. <laughs> Like you said, they're all alone. Yeah. Um, but I, never, I never expect a woman to pay, by no means. Now, what bothers me, what's cute and what's funny, and y'all women need to quit doing this shit, is pulling that billfold halfway out your purse. As you see me pulling my card out, you kind of look, and I'm looking at my peripheral. I can see you. 
You don't pull it all the way out. I guess you can tell when somebody pulls it out with force, and it's like they're ready to pay. Some women will not allow you to pay. They never, they never. Let me rephrase that. Pay for them. Never had a woman just come out and pay on the first day for everything. But some are very adamant about not letting you pay for them. But what's funny are the ones that kind of pull it out halfway, out mm-hmm. the purse, and then act like or they they tilt the card out the slot and they waiting for you. Um, but you're just like, no, nah, I got this. And for me personally, that's just how I roll. I don't know why. I don't know. It, it, it may be a power thing, too. I don't know. But I just naturally don't ask a woman to pay on the first date. Never have. What would you prefer? Dutch? I don't have a preference. I pay. It's just my experience. I don't really think about it, to be honest. I don't go on a date saying. I think it's, it's situational to your circumstances, right? I'm very comfortable with where I'm at in my career, and you know, so I, I should be going to places that I can afford, and I don't go somewhere thinking like, damn, I hope she really pays. I don't look at it as, hey, she needs to pay because I want to take advantage of her, and I don't look at it like, damn, I need her to pay um, because I can't afford where we're at, so I never expect a woman to pay or have a preference on it. Um, my, my experiences and observations, I mean, I'm, I'm definitely have a problem with Paying on the first day, she offers. I mean, I'm definitely, I'm saying, no, just get me the next time because that's why if I actually took it to that level, actually go on a date, I'm obviously, if it, if it, if it went well and she tried to pull it out <laughs> and I'm like, no, nah, you're going to pay for the next one. But if it went bad, she pulls it out. I'm like, all right, we can go Dutch. We can go Dutch. So, and then, <laughs> and then, and in every respect, like, you know, sometimes I'm not really like her. Yeah, I'll, I'll pay for the first date. I don't expect you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not going to go to freaking uh, yeah, SDK and order the this 60-ounce filet mignon grass-fed beef steak flown in straight from Japan, Kobe beef. Expect you to go Dutch on that. Hell no. <laughs> that would be so unrealistic. Right. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, this is the first day. I mean, I'm perfectly, perfectly fine with the traditional chival- chivalrous ways that a, a man should act. But, you know, obviously – it's 2018, so we talk about different times, different technology, everybody perception differently. But then, then again, you know, you never. I mean, that kind of it may be an eye opener to you. I mean, you see how she reacts, and she kind of acts kind of funny to you, or after that, it's funny to towards you after that. If you kind of situate, yeah. you know, to go Dutch, and you know, she's raised by. A strict father that says the guy should pay for everything on the first date, da da da, and all that, and that's the way she's been brought up, and then that's going to be the way she's been taught to think. So, um, yeah, it's very situational, but um, I, I, that's that's kind of my style process on the first date, how I act. Well, now, what are you, Yeah. Um, for me, yeah, I would like a guy to pay for me on the first date, um, but then I'm also. After we've, you know, gone to the first location, we may move to a different location, and I've purchased things for us at the different location, the second location, or they've um, paid for me on the first date, and then I may suggest, you know, on a second date, if we can go someplace and I'll purchase things there. So, yeah, for the first date, um, yeah, I would want him to pay for the first date, but I also think, like, Nowadays, there's room to discuss that. So if we had a conversation about it where he's like, you know, I'm comfortable with going Dutch, are you? Yeah, I'm okay with that too. But if you're not talking about it, my expectation is uh, if you're asking me out on a date, then you're going to pay for it. Yeah. So mm-hmm. when, when, when should that discussion happen? <laughs> if I was like, hey, 
we go on a date, you probably going Dutch. Like, so should you wait till you get there? Like, hey, we're going Dutch on this? Mm-hmm. Like, timing is everything. Phone. On the phone? Okay. Okay. On so, the phone. Okay. How many? So you're talking on the phone for you on a date. Interesting. So, so, I, so this is the crazy part to me, is that <laughs> people have all these assumptions, and then people get upset when they're like, she didn't even offer to pay, or I wanted him to pay, and he didn't do that, or we had to split the bill, and I was so pissed off. Why couldn't y'all just have a conversation about that? Y'all talking about sex and everything else underneath the stars, the moon, and the sun. Why y'all can't talk about a bill? Like, why y'all can't talk about the bill? I think that's just, I just think it's so weak. If if you're uncomfortable, right, with being like, you know, I'm expecting her. Like, this is what I'm talking about, these invisible expectations. I'm expecting her to pull her money out and pay. That's my expectation. I'm expecting him to pull his money out and pay. Well, then y'all should have a conversation about it. Like, you got me? Cool. All right, fine. You want to go Dutch? Okay, cool. Are you okay with that? Fine. That is is, um, interesting to me that we could talk about how you want it, do you suck dick, do you like it in your ass, do you want me to eat your ass, but I can't say, hey, do you want to go Dutch, or do you want me to pay for it, or you got me the next time. Yeah, I'm with you. I mean, I, I just don't, I don't, so I agree. I, I wholeheartedly agree. And, again, I think it's situational, right, like you have to know your circumstances. However, I've never personally thought, hey, I need her to pay for this date, like, To me, that's kind of a power thing. If you're thinking that way, either your circumstances, you know, don't support you going on a date and maybe you don't have the courage to state that um, or you're on a power trip and you're just like, oh, she's going to pay for this. And you just want to flex for the fellas, which which shows you have an immature mind. But I hate unnecessary situations. To me, it shouldn't be a thought process. We're going on a date. We're going to go somewhere. I know I'm going somewhere. There's going to be a bill. I'm going to pull out my card. I'm going to pay for it. And at that point, she pulls out her card, and she says, hey, well, I say, y'all, don't worry about it. I have it. And she's like, no, you know, I insist. And it's like, okay. But just when it comes to dating and women and just in general and vice versa, I just love to avoid unnecessary situations. And to me, this is such an unnecessary situation that conversation that Uh doesn't even need to occur unless the circumstances dictate that. And at that point, you know, I understand it may be hard to state that, you know, but, I, I mean, shit, you shouldn't put yourself in that situation. I mean, we, we're too old for that. I shouldn't be going to places uh-huh. I can't afford, um, and I need to be able to communicate that up front. It's just that simple. But I'm not about to have no conversation beforehand. I'm sorry <laughs> about, hey, shit, who's paying for the bill? It's like I got I got way other shit to be worried about. So I need to be figuring out if you make your name in that picture that you did on Tinder. Shit, I got time to figure out a little pay for the bill. Yeah, I got to figure out if you show I mean, but that's, else. But that's real, but I feel like if you can't – so I'm just saying – from your perspective, that's fine. I, I agree. Like, I would prefer him to pay for the bill. That's my expectation. But for those people who complain about it when they go home, do, do y'all have friends who complain about it? Like, man, I took her out. She ate all this stuff. She didn't even offer. Or, man, I expected to go Dutch. Like, why don't you have a conversation about that? Oh, or, or, again, why are you taking them someplace that you can't afford? Or when she suggests, let's go to this particular location, you need to say, like, no, nah, we, we need to go here because you know that's what you can afford. Yeah. Those are self-inflicted wounds. I can't. My brand does. Those are self-inflicted wounds to me. Like coming home and complaining about. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, if I I've not experienced this, but if we go somewhere and you ordering like 
50 things, you know, I don't, I've don't, never been in that situation, so I can't even speak to it. I think it all goes back to what you stated. It shouldn't be a $250 steak on the menu if you got $5 burger money. You know what I'm saying? So that's a self-inflicted one, and I don't want to hear you complain about it, period. Touche. Agreed. <laughs> Done. Hey, Kay, you're getting quiet like that happened to you last week or something. <laughs> <laughs> he over there debating like, like that happened to me last night. I'm, I'm over here. here. I was about to say, I'm over here. I was complaining about it yesterday. <laughs> I'm over here in deep thought. I'm over here in deep thought about like, yo, what happened, man? Like, talk to us, man. How many no, tough no. things you got?
maybe date six, date 10, 15, 20, but more so if we're in a relationship and we've been out to eat 50 times and you've never offered to pay or you've never put on your even... it's not something that I've been looking for. It just starts to show me signs of potentially characteristics about you. It's not about the money, but it shows me your thought process like, damn, you don't ever think to take care of me or you know, shit, sometimes that feels good for me, so it actually makes me feel like you're kind of selfish and not so much taking advantage, but maybe you're a selfish person. Um, it's actually a turnoff, so that's more so what I meant um, by never. Extremely. Yeah, it's I, it's very unattractive, and I've been in that situation, and it's like, damn, do you never – like, and I bring it up, it's like, damn, do you never um, – you never say, hey, let's go here, you never – take out your wallet and pay, and, you know, I've never made any qualms or any statements about, you know, having concerns about me paying, but at some point it's like, damn, I want to feel secure too or taken care of. Shit, every once in a while, role reversal, you know, shit feels good. So, I don't know. Does that does that help? <laughs> Give yeah, some absolutely. I think that helps a lot. I mean, to, to your point, it kind of shows that someone's really selfish or, I didn't just hang out, just to aimlessly hang out with you. I mean, you know, socializing costs money. You would hang out. We could just sit in the crib and Netflix and order some dining. <laughs> we will want to talk about it right there. So, we, I mean, the most expensive date is the date at your place. You know how much the couch costs? You know how much the TV costs? You know how much the cable bill costs? What you mean? You saw what's the best date you ever been walking my apartment? <laughs> it's, a, it's a reciprocal yeah, yeah. bill. So, <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's kind of, you know, it's your point. You said you came, it definitely makes sense where you have to sit back and kind of see for the person, like, who they are. I mean, you know, everybody has budgets and, you know, constraints. Not everybody's out here with, you know, with Mike Tyson money in his prime. He's out here blow money on Willie Nelly. People have aspirations. They're trying to save up for some house or vacation and things like that. So, um, you know, you just have to be on the same page or just on the same page. That's you know, be worried. I had to be worried about being a male, like going out all the time. Like, man, you look up, like, you're like, where'd my check go? I'm like, oh man, I'm with XYZ dates. Like, oh, so yeah, that's just my thought process on that whole. <laughs> so, yeah, what if she like, doesn't take, know? Take like, the money out the equation, take the money out the equation, though. See, for me, it's not about money. Like, not like I'm saying, take everybody's budget out the equation, right. Like, say you're going to McDonald's every day. To me, it's more character and being observant of the individual of never – it's like, does this person never think to um, – how do you say it? Like, does this person never think to treat me? It makes you start to question, like, why am I so focused on this and putting so much effort into this aspect of my relationship when it's never reciprocated? Like, maybe my, like it makes you start to question things and it suppresses my desire to continue to accommodate or go above and beyond for this person um, because I don't feel like it's being reciprocated. Um, so me, it's, it's like feelings and connection more so than budget and, mono, you know, money. Does that, does that make so, – you get what I'm saying, AK? Yeah. No, exactly. No, that, that's, that's a very good point, too. I think everyone gets caught up in the, you know, what's their what, – what, what are costs instead of what they're gaining or what – of what the spending time with the other individual is it more is it, is it worth it really? So worth it you know, investing your time, your money, you know, you know, because the thing is like opportunity cost. What else could you be doing? I mean, because that's just, you could be not spending spending that money out 
a, a bar somewhere else or, you know, kicking with your boys. Either way it goes, you're going to experience some money somehow, some way. So I think it's, a, you know, kind of a combination of the opportunity cost of, how, of you know, time and money. So that's, you know, so it goes, I think it was twofold for me. So what if she doesn't know? Like, what if she doesn't know that she should offer? She should offer. And what if she's been told that, you know, a man should pay all of the time, but she can show that she appreciates you in different ways, like through affection or things like that? Like, what if she just doesn't know that she's supposed to offer because that wasn't told to her? Uh, I mean, oh, so reverse my situation. Yeah, no, I, I hear you. And I think that's okay. Um Again, it's about the gesture and not about the payment. I think, like, she – so you said she was raised a certain way. So you have to communicate, right? Like, you're studying relationships, and, you know, from what I've heard or experienced, and you can tell me if I'm right or wrong, communication is extremely important when it comes to a relationship. So at some point, that is uh, a discussion that I should bring up, not in an irate manner, but it is a point of discussion I want to have. And maybe she didn't recognize it, and maybe I am extremely happy – with, you know, every other aspect of my relationship, and I know she appreciates me, but maybe this is something that at some point it's like, man, I feel like, and maybe it's more important to me than it is her. Maybe I'm like, hey, you know, I always want to make sure she never has to pay, never has to worry about anything, da 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 But at some point, for whatever reason, maybe you need this in your relationship, you're like, hey, I would like to be treated as well or role reversal or, or show me appreciation by planning the date and paying. So I think it's okay if she didn't know, but... You know, I think – I don't know. I don't really know how to answer that because, like you said, it's individual. You could expect two totally different things, and you guys can communicate, and I think you guys have to um, see what happens after that communication is had. So I don't think she's wrong by any means by not doing it. I think once it's addressed, it's what happens after that. And if it continues or if it becomes more of a, a combative conversation versus an understanding of I understand where you're coming from conversation, then it further – uh, forces you to delve into the thoughts of like, man, like we're really just not on the same page because she thinks I'm calling her out when in really, it's really just more of an emotional connection thing um, that I would like. So, I don't know. That's kind of how I how I saw it, or see it, I should say. And I think it's different too when yeah. you experience women. I think it, it's different when you've experienced different types of women too. <laughs> I think you realize what you like as you get experience. So then if you have had women kind of take charge and you realize that's something that stimulates you and it never happens and you bring it up and it's just not how that person's wired, eventually it is a point of condition in the relationship um, because you they like a woman with a little bit more edge and that's a little bit more, um, you know, a little bit more not controlling or edge. You know, you guys know what I'm saying, though. Um, that's a little bit more powerful, if you will, and not as submissive. Um, so maybe it's not all about just who pays. Maybe it's more so about the type of woman that you're looking for, or man, for that matter. Yeah. All right, all right. We're going to talk about that, you know, tiptoeing around stuff, paying, and who she has date, and all that stuff. Who is she going for the first kiss? Oh, I feel um, like if you're feeling it, just do it. Just do it? <laughs> if you're feeling it, just do it. Just do it. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same way, bro. All right, so that's that's the next week. So then, like, all right, so then, first date, first date hookups, they happen. Is this 
something that makes you think less of the individual or think that everything is fast or, I mean, what what <laughs> is <laughs> – y'all know what I'm getting at here. I mean, hooking up on a first date. Yeah. I mean, what is society's take on it? I mean, it happens or sometimes it doesn't happen, but, I mean, does that set up, you know, kind of a – a rocky future for a relationship or can relationships flourish out of that, you know, <laughs> quick. So the, so the first day, or, the first day hookup is different from a one night stand, just to be clear. Is that what we're saying? Or we don't know. Absolutely. They're different. They're different. Yeah. They're clearly different. Yeah. Okay. Absolutely. think They're different. But some people lump them together, so I just want to be clear. Okay. I hear you. I hear you. Um, say it again, okay? So if we're having sex on the first date, can that make or break the potential for a relationship? Mean, I mean, does that make a break? Is that or a deal breaker? That have, is that a, I mean, it's not a deal breaker. I think does it have any influence on a potential relationship? How does it influence a future relationship? Oh. In your eyes. Yeah. Y'all answer that first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I love this question because women hate my answer. It's a double. Just the fact that there's double standards in the world. I mean, go ahead and accept it. And one of the double standards are having sex on the first night um, is viewed differently for man and woman. I can tell you from experience right now, I've never dated a woman that I've had sex with on the first night. Um, if you have sex with me on the first night, I know things are changing. I don't dislike your thing anything differently from you, but here's what it makes me think. You actually don't know me, and you had sex with me, and that's fine. But for me to get into a relationship with me, it, it makes me realize what you're capable of. So I was at the right place, the right time. It just took the right ingredients for us to have sex. So really, I don't trust this person. And I know people do it all across the board. But I don't feel confident getting into a relationship with this person or continuing to pursue because – it really shows me, you know, kind of how capable of. And, again, I know it may sound crazy because people do it all the time, and maybe this person didn't have sex with you on the first night, but they did somebody else. doesn't matter. If you have sex with me on the first night, I'm not as intrigued anymore, and sex doesn't mean what it used to when you're younger, where it's like, oh, I need sex, I need sex. But once you do it, kind of that, that intrigue is gone. Um, and the woman that I have dated made me wait for sex, not on any standard timelines, but the fact that I was still able to engage with them, get you know, got to know them, I actually knew them and was still connected with them. And then at the point that we had sex, that was really just a cherry on the top. So if you don't have any mystique and intrigue, um, I can't date you. It's just I lose interest. So, you know, I don't know how y'all feel about that, but it's just what it is with me. Sex with me on the first night. If you want to give me the booty, give me the booty. I mean, I'm down, but I'm not dating you after that. It's just that simple. Sorry. You said, you said give me booty, I'm down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't, um, I don't know if y'all feel that's right or wrong. It's just how I roll. I'm not, I don't date anybody uh-huh. for the first night. It's not happening. Nah, yeah, because I'm kind of like to that part, your point, your point, like, you know, at what has happened before. Like, it's this kind of common thing. I don't think I'm an anomaly. I mean, I'm a, I'm a good looking guy. I mean, I'd decent looking. But, get that on the first night, it was like back in hell, like, man, so what is this, you know, is this a common thing for her? And, you know, after that, and I got it, I was like, okay, the twofold, it was good, it's like, damn, like, now I'm pussy, but 
then it was bad too. I still have another dilemma where it's like, man, it was bad. So it's like, I'm definitely not been dating her now, but it was good. Like, I mean, I consider it. It was some good ass shit. Like, woo, that's a good ass word say. I'm, I'm gonna consider it a little bit, and give better for a doubt. But you're still gonna have that thought in the back of your mind. Yeah, how can I trust her? Or you know, it goes twofold too. I mean, she probably has the same thoughts about you too. Like, like he could have said no, he could have stopped me, or said, let's wait. You know, sometimes the alcohol takes over, and everyone's in the heat in the moment, and in the mood, something happens. So. But, yeah, I really agree with you, Kim. Like, you know, you kind of lose that luster or allure of kind of getting to know her and kind of seeing where everything goes from there. So, because, I mean, I think I, I think I have dated someone I messed with on the first night. But obviously, it wasn't long because I'm not with her. So, that probably answers that question from based on my experiences. So, what made you continue? dating her well, maybe like, after you go go ahead I guess yeah I mean I guess the intrigue of conversations after that I mean it was still decent it wasn't like it wasn't like there was no connection there I mean for well it was initial and then talking to her a little bit more getting to know her and thought she was really she's a really good cool person individual funny has a sense of humor you know how to be serious. Um, and it was kind of all the traits I look for for a woman. And so I had to know it was happening, so we hooked up that first night. So, I mean, just kind of talking to her and getting to know her, I just realized I still would, you know, make a, an exception to my previous rule, like, no, nah, I'm not even going to consider it. I think, obviously, when I was younger in college, or, you know, in, you know yeah, mostly in college, it was the first, first night, I was like, nah, whatever. Like, nah, she's probably going off the lot of campus, so I'm cool on that. Now, you know, got a little older, like, you know, fresh out, I, you know, gave him some, some leeway. And, you know, yeah, was, you know, we're a sexual society. People want to get some. Some people are sexually frustrated. So um, that's, probably my, that's probably my situation. And that's show I kept on giving her a chance. Like, I felt like some type of connection after the fact was, you know, we kept on talking, and she was pretty cool. So. Okay. Um, so for me, I have not. Um, have sex after the first date, things like that. I, I'm, I'm, I need to be mentally stimulated, and um, I like the intensity and the buildup of things. So, but that being said, I, but I do know people who have, you know, had sex after the first date and they're still together and married. Um, some people do believe that they have met their soulmate um, on the first date, and they were just like, forget it, screw it, like you know, let's get married today. Um, those are very rare instances, but I do believe those things can happen. And um, it's your connection that you have with someone. If you're feeling it, do it. You know, um, it's your choice. It's between you and that other person. And whatever happens is between you and that other person. So I just, again, think that it depends. Who am I to say, like, no, you shouldn't be doing that, and that could have been the person that they're supposed to be with. I don't know. I don't know the type of conversation that they had. I don't know the connection that you had. I don't know if you had a thought and then they said it out loud. I don't know. And you felt like they were the one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. But no, I haven't done it. No. Mm. But it could be possible. I don't know. I'm a hopeless romantic a little bit. I'm hopeful. 
I don't think there's a traditional way to engage or meet with someone. I don't think that one cookie cutter fits for all. I don't believe that. Things are shifting and changing. That's why people are struggling now. All right. That makes sense. Trying to think. So, talked about a lot. Trying to talk about what 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 other taboo subjects are people talking about when it comes to rules of engagement that people are kind of asking about. I mean, we talked about a pretty fair amount from you know, who should pay first, who should you know ask out who on a date, you know, sitting over a drink. I mean, what what else? What else is society really kind of struggling with right now? Mm. Oh, so I have a question. What is the best pickup line that you all would like to hear from Laura if she was to ever to flirt with you or try to hit on you? Like, is there a pickup line? Is there a certain way to do it? A pickup line. Hmm. First off, I don't have any game. That's <laughs> first and foremost. I just, I just say the first thing that comes to my mind. Like, I, I don't. And I think a woman has been conditioned to know when it feels like they're getting some line ran on them that's been, you know, they're going. Numerous times before, you could tell if someone's cheesy or corny, or heard it, you know, from you know some type of movie or some type of you know, um, some type of you know movie or game show or dating show, any type of parody, things like that. So with me, I just come off the rip and say whatever I feel. So if this sounds like game, then you know, I'm not gonna you know shy away from it. I mean. Things I said before is like you know your nails are good, your hair looks good, or just a little compliment just to really like see your smile, or or, or even like you know even like toss out a joke like like yeah, your hair's alright, it's not that dope. it's not that dope. you know kind of go with the asshole aspect of it. So uh-huh. that's kind of <laughs> that's always my approach. I mean I'm very sarcastic naturally, so that's pretty much my, my kind of approach to it. So what what type of what type what's 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 the best pickup line you've heard before? No, okay. So before I answer, I want to ask you what I was hoping you would say is, how do you want a woman to flirt with you, like to pick you up? What's the pickup line you would want her to say to you, or would you want her to just compliment you too? Mm. All right. Like, what would make you feel swaggy? Like, dang, she didn't know me. All right, let me get shorty my number. I'm telling it. Yeah, this working thing. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. We're talking it, it, it. about... Um... <laughs> okay. So, would you like me to ask the question again? So, so. <laughs> this is no, I heard you. Right? You said... Okay. Yeah, it, 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 it. No, you said... Um, did you say something about if a woman asks you what's the pickup line? Yeah, so if a woman is approaching a guy... What do you all think are some really good pickup lines, or what is the best way for her to engage? Mm. I think pickup lines are corny as shit. Um, that's why I love. It's kind of that's why I love Bumble actually. Um, you know because it forces women to 
be on the other side of the table and approach us. I think the the best way is to, if it's in person, you know, statewide, you approached me, whether it was my energy or confidence, whatever the case may be. Um, I think that's really attractive. And then as far as, you know, on these applications, maybe you hit me with a one-liner. Um, you asked me something, a question with some depth. I don't have any examples off the top of my head. Um, but, you know, there's people that may say, they may look at my bio and look at the places that I've lived and they may say that they lived in this area. Here's what they really liked about it. They may ask me where I, where I lived in the city. Uh, but I don't have one in, per, in a pickup line per se. I more so like some, a woman that comes to me with confidence and knows why she's there and lets me know why she's there. That's how you really separate yourself apart from me. Don't come to me and say, hey, that's just whack as fuck. You don't want her to say, hey, good looking? Hey, good looking. Hey, hey, uh, in person, (laughs) hell no. That shit corny. I mean, in person, it's different, but, like, on the apps, my bio says don't say hey or hi. It's just like, what am I supposed to do with that, you know? Um, You got to separate yourself these days. In person, you can tell when a woman walks up with confidence and she lets you, hey, I saw you across the room, yada, yada, yada. You know, I noticed you were strolling around. looks like you have a lot of confidence. You know, I really would like to get to know you. Whatever the case may be, boom, I'm intrigued. On the applications, um, if you ask me something with some depth or you ask me a, a one-liner or an ultimatum kind of question, that's not just a matter of, oh, do you like beer or wine? If you ask me something situational, I'm intrigued because it tells me you got some intellect. Um, so for me, that's that's what matters for sure. I want something I that – that's a good point to that. Pick up lines of corny is the fuck. No disrespect. But. <laughs> Come from what? I said no disrespect, Latrice. But it's extra corny when it's coming from a woman when she's trying to run game on you. It's like, look, nigga, just let me know why you're here. Right, but isn't that a pickup line too, though? I'm telling you why well, I'm here. Let you know why you're here. Yeah. I think it's a conversational no, think... event. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, the way I would like to be, I guess, picked up or have a pickup line thrown my way, I mean, it's like, just just don't don't think about it. Just think naturally. Because I said, I mean, it will, I mean, naturally it's going to be a pickup line. You're you're talking to somebody, you're attracting them, you're trying to get the attention of flirt with them a certain way. Some people are good at flirting. Some people are fucking terrible at flirting. Just, you know, it just irks them and just creeps them out and just gives them anxiety. So, I mean, yeah, I was terrible, terrible at flirting too, and I just kind of sat back and you know, look at it from the perspective of, man, this is going to go 50-50. Really, really good or really, really bad. Down down here real, real quick and adjusting. So, as I say, I mean, just kind of, kind of summarize. I mean, say what say what, say what, what got you here. What what your track is here. Say, you know, say like my big my, my big bunny teeth or whatever. If I have some big-ass teeth, say my big-ass ears. Say like my big, cute ears or whatever. Just say whatever is on your mind. Because I'm going to tell a chick, like, I'm gonna go to one of her features and kind of talk talk about her and kind of spin it spin it as a joke to make her laugh about it. Like, hey, it's like big bug eyes, it's kind of cute, whatever. You know, you gotta kind of do it that way. That's the way I would like to get approached. A little sarcastic with it, a little ingenuity, a little honesty, a little sarcasm. I mean, that's really what kind of attracts me, really. So that's the way I want to get approached. I mean, don't make it seem like I'm all high and mighty. Just you know, kind of just be honest with it and. No, have some fun with it. Like, maybe you laugh. Like, you know, I mean, that's actually the easiest icebreaker ever. Or maybe reference the venue. 
like if you're at like a conference or something per se, like we talk a lot about being in clubs and bars, but you know, as you get older, you don't go out as more. So those opportunities become fewer and fewer. Let's say you're at like a work conference. Maybe you're at a, it's a really boring presentation happening at that point in time. And maybe I'm at the, not at the bar, but I'm, you know, grabbing a beverage from the back of the room. If you're going to walk up to me, maybe reference the presentation, make a joke, um, you know, maybe ask me something about how often I come out, whatever the case may be, just break the ice. Conversation's going to free flow from there. Uh, but I think when you try too hard, it's actually a turn off, and sometimes you can fall flat on your face. I might think you're corny as fuck and walk away and say you're creepy. So what's an and example of? Buy me a drink. What's <laughs> <laughs> no return on your investment? <laughs> her investment. I'm the bank in that situation. Yes, that's right. No return on her investment. Mm. <laughs> so what would be like a corny, a corny line or a corny approach? Because everybody may not know. Your arms are so strong. No, that's not corny. That should that should turn me off. But it also turns that turns into a sexual conversation, though. Then it becomes sexual after that. Your arms are What's strong. What's corny, AK? Yeah. I don't Your know what corny so is. Charlie was the corniest shit I ever heard. Charlie was the corniest shit I ever heard a woman say. I know. Me too. I don't know. Um, Maybe I think I, I think I have selective hearing, so go one ear out the other. Yeah. <laughs> so like, what's the craziest thing I ever heard? Oh, it's coming back to me. What was I at? I think I was at, I think I was at a bar, or, or or somewhere getting brunch or whatever. There was a bunch of chicks, like you know, you know how a group of girls are like, you know, hanging out, girls, girls girls day out or whatever and they see a group of guys that's trying to like you know talk to them attract to them or whatever and then you know there was like you know everybody's introducing each other shaking hands or whatever things like that and looking at it the girl's like oh you have a you have a nice handshake like uh, the, way she, the way she said it was so creepy I was like what the fuck I was like, I was like what the hell get away from me I was like no get away from me crazy crazy so I think it's just I think it's just about their Approach and you know just kind of just, just didn't feel natural. It just felt like extremely creepy. But I think I was like the worst. I think has such a nice handshake. I was like, okay, that didn't work. So okay. So I think that's, that's the worst I ever heard. It was just, I think I think you have to see like the way she looked at me too in her eyes. I don't know if she was drunk about to pass out or something. It was just like like she was there physically, but she wasn't there mentally. So. I agree with you. I think it's less about what a woman says. Like, women don't, they're not like guys. They don't, women are pretty consistent in their approach. They don't necessarily have these crazy pickup lines. Well, you're right. It's more about body language and your interaction. Like, you come over and try to, like, start dancing with me and you got no rhythm, uh, which is fine if you have no rhythm. But at the same time, you got to think that's my first impression of you. And it may look like you're trying way too hard. Um, and it becomes extremely awkward. But you know what's the corniest to me? <laughs> no, you like it when she smack it. You like it when she smack it a little bit. Nah, y'all heard okay, what I so, said last time. Don't be making me feel vulnerable now. <laughs> Shit, because I don't know if it's a girl like or it dude or what. No, you yeah. said you don't like it when she smack you hard, and you don't like it when she grips it with her nails. Yeah, don't be, no, don't be cupping my duke. Don't be cupping my duke in the club, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> 
made me turn around too fast. I had to figure out who it was, like Jackie, like Mike, Chris Tucker in uh, Rush Hour. But uh, and with that being said, though, I'm gonna edit a lot of it. I'm gonna edit not a lot. I'm gonna edit some of this stuff out. Uh, we'll come up with a Man, with an exit. Huh? Okay. I said I want then to edit. I'll try to just duplicate. Say that again. Sorry. I said I want to ask y'all another question, but I'm going to ask y'all next time. Oh, my bad. I got your text. No, go ahead and ask it. Go ahead and ask it. No, I was just going to ask. No, I can ask it another time. It's just about continued gratitude. So it's all good. I can ask it another time. We have Mm -hmm. other shows to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are, uh, we're going to have hours. So I'll edit these and get them out. Um, And I'll probably just use, like, kind of the last ending. Go ahead. No, no, you can go. Yeah, you can go on. No, that was just no. That was it, really. <laughs> what you about to say? Who, AK? No, I, I said I was gonna say that. <laughs> no, it was like no, it was like good, like free flowing, like you got up to hours, like just bam, bam, bam. One thing after another, after another, after another. So that's all. Yeah. Like. Yeah, we'll, so, we'll, we should talk later uh, after we edit them, listen to them, come back together. Uh, yeah. You know, we'll keep growing. There's some stuff that you know we'll notice we can improve on as far as maybe like energy, chemistry, uh, things like that. But that's that's what the process is all about. So, um, when are we doing this again? Very What's today? What's today? Wednesday. And getting feedback from right, people right? too, to be honest with you, because it ain't about what we think. Really, the real shit's gonna come from the people oh, yeah. that are listening. <laughs> that's true. You know, if they think it that's sucks, true. then we'll see. Um, well, I just want to apologize to y'all tonight. I'm just exhausted, so I know my energy is low, and I was thinking about that. I was like, damn, my energy is low. I'm just really tired, right. so I'm sorry, y'all. We'll see. We'll get it out here. It's only number two. It's many, 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 many more, many more. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it was good. And uh, are we back on for what's well, Super Bowl Sunday, so I doubt we record that day. Um, or we're not going to record that day. Trying to be drunk. Yeah, I'm going to be for I'm, sure drunk. I'm coming off my fast, so. You were supposed to be up here. You were fasting? I was, I was, I was having a month long fast, so. Well, it was supposed to be a fast, so no drinking, uh, incorporating morning workouts, not eating chicken. Things like that. Um, pretty much did for the most part. Did it all the way through. Had a terrible week at work. Well, it had like a terrible end of the week of work. It was like got hella lit. And so I doing like a weekend fast. So like, but now I'm keeping it going all the way through till Sunday. And then I'll be back. So I just got to give my body a, a rest from 2017. Getting like eight hours of sleep because definitely sleep deprived or definitely affecting my, okay. my uh, cognizant behavior and just like my my just like my focus and all that stuff start meditating so just on reset yeah. and, and get some good healthy habits i wish cool. i could have healthy habits right now seven hours of sleep oh my god i don't even know what that's like man you know that you just gotta, gotta fit that in I was, I was reading them i was reading them stories on how lack of sleep leads to like shorten lifespans and stuff i'm like fuck that you must sleep now yeah, I don't have that option right now because of school. Yeah. I just take a nap before I talk to y'all and I'm still sleepy. <laughs> now you better drink some water. I don't know. I, I do like that. I just, shit. I'd be like four to five hours a night. I mean, you know me, nigga. I'd be like, 
I've been like that since I was a kid. I don't know why, but I think as long as you work out, they say, no, for real, I read an article where it stated, um, you know, there's no, like, there's all these diets and all this shit now. It's like, it's not a secret. Like, you don't necessarily have to be extremely active, but you should at least be, like, doing something every day. Like, they say people get in trouble because they sit around and shit and uh, mm-hmm. drink a lot of drink a lot of fucking water. That's the other thing. They say water and walk, like, just getting up off your couch and doing shit every day keep you alive. But maybe not yeah, you right. shouldn't okay. be drinking wine like me. That's real. Uh, depends on how much you're drinking. I mean, <laughs> I'm gonna be really drunk on this that. weekend, so I can't talk. I'm gonna be drunk on Sunday. <laughs> I'm be drunk all weekend. Hey, Kay was supposed to come up here, but it's cool. You know, that's all right. Where are you at again? Yeah, I'm in Minneapolis up. right now. So Super Bowl's yeah. up here all week. You know, so nice. About to be nice. lit. But hey, this thing about to cut off though, because um, I forgot. We okay. Just recorded line, so. I'm going to end it. No. Oh, okay. Sign off. Okay. Uh, man. My, my.